Hey, Michelle. Hi, Greta. How's it going? I'm good. I'm so glad that there was a race this week. Finally, after a huge drought. It wasn't even just a race. We also got a sprint shootout. We got content from like every corner of the F1 space. It was a, it was a really eventful weekend. No, there was so much going on. But before we get into it, Greta, do you want to introduce the podcast? Yes, I'm Greta. I'm Michelle. And this is Race Week Recap. We are a Formula One podcast. And today we are so excited to finally be giving you an actual Race Week Recap for Baku 2023. Yes. Okay, so like we mentioned, there's a lot of stuff that happened this weekend. So let's start off with some news. Michelle, what do you have for us? A little bit of team drama. So Lauren McKees, who is the current Ferrari racing driver, mm-hmm. is announced to be replacing Francois as the team principal at AlphaTauri. So from what I can tell, this was a big shock from the Ferrari side. Yeah. They were a little bit blindsided by this. They didn't see it coming. But apparently, Toss has been meaning to retire for a while because he's kind of old. He's been... <laughs> <laughs> team permissible at AlphaTauri since 2005, I think. Oh, wow. So, yeah, this man is ready to, like, fuck off on a yacht somewhere. So, huh. does this mean Ferrari's fucked? <laughs> I don't... Mm, I don't know if Ferrari is fucked. Um, Any more than they already are. Yeah, it's really sad. This season for Ferrari has been an absolute flop. Um, They're fourth in the championship. Still, I was so hopeful coming in. I was like, you know what? Summer, they're going to get it together. Um, It's going to be a great new season. We're going to start off as strong as we did in 2022, and we're going to keep up with it. Pero no. <laughs> that was uh, their fourth in the championship derogatory. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Um, I thought you were like, that's pretty good. I was like, no, it's not. <laughs> no, it's awful. We're in the fucking trenches. In the words of Alex Albon, um, only the first eight pl- places get points, and there are four top teams. <laughs> oh, no. It's pointless. It's pointless. It sucks. Oh, man. Uh, all right. Let's get into qualifying, because, okay, honestly... Like we were talking, we were chatting before we even started filming this. The race was like not that interesting to me, but everything that happened before, that was fun. There was drama. There was a lot of drama. Qualifying was fun. I enjoyed just being able to watch Formula One again after such a long time. Me too. I have to give you my Formula One login. Don't forget. My Apple TV. <laughs> yes. Yes, I need to do that. Sorry. I was Chromecasting because I am still logged in on my phone. Oh, nice. But then I think I got spoilers for one of the events. I think I got spoilers for the sprint race because for oh. some reason my screen decided to freeze at like the very end. Oh, no. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. So I saw who was on the podium <laughs> while I was waiting for the Chromecast to upload. Usually I'm better about like rewinding. But anyway, that's that's just a gripe for the F1 TV developers, personally. I hate the F1 TV app. I hate the F1 TV 
it's just it's so bad the website is also so confusing you never know if you're like actually logged in or not it's act it's a nightmare i freaking hate it um but okay um qualifying was so much fun it was qualifying was really just how many taylor swift references can we fit into this time span i am obsessed with how everyone in charge of f1 like tv production just took this stupid stupid internet rumor and ran with it this entire weekend commentators the interviewers stop why why did they come up to fernando alonso and say "Mm, i would be leaving a huge blank space if i didn't ask you what could be your own love story like, are you kidding? All the Taylor Swift references. I love it. It was a huge, huge weekend for the F1 Swifties. No, it absolutely was. Like, this was my Met Gala, and then the Met Gala today <laughs> is my Super Bowl. Do you see how this works for me? Like, it was just, it was just like the greatest crossover that is Greta, and I loved every second of it. I just, mm, it brought me so much joy. I was like, this is. This is how you know Formula One is for the girlies. Exactly. So good. Ugh. Um, what else happened in qualifying? So one stat which hugely surprised me. This was the first time that Hamilton has outqualified George Russell this season. Which That's it's only the fourth round. But yeah. I think is also a little bit reminiscent of the pattern which we saw last season during twenty twenty two as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what is it okay i kind of want to chat about this what is it with george russell and this mercedes like i mean obviously we all know lewis and a mercedes a few years back was literally unstoppable why is george so good at driving this shitty mercedes <laughs> no that's actually really interesting because like what is it I mean, it's just pretty impressive, I think, how he was able to transition so flawlessly into this Mercedes, which we know isn't exactly the easiest car to drive. Yeah. This season or last season. Like, I don't know. Is it that he's used to... I mean, George used to drive for Williams. So is it like he's used to driving like bad cars therefore he can yeah therefore he can make the best out of this car you know and like lewis has been very spoiled so (laughs) like i don't know that's all that's always very very interesting because you would think lewis anyways i'm not gonna (laughs) slander my man like that (laughs) (laughs) you're gonna nip that one in the bud Yeah, I spent all weekend sending Michelle photos of the drivers. Thank you, Pinterest. Yes, I was going to say, I don't know what got into me. But um, during um, our last podcast episode, we were on Pinterest looking up photos of the drivers. And here's a little little tip, a little, like, recommendation from the girlies to y'all. If you're on Pinterest, look up the driver's name, followed by the phrase boyfriend material, and you will be blessed. Like, I don't know. It cured my depression. 
It's the stuff um, of Wattpad dreams. No, it truly is. There is this photo of Carlos Sainz that literally lives rent-free in our minds, and it's criminal. It's really just a car selfie. It really is just a car selfie, but there's something about it. There's something about it, and there's something about all the photos of fucking um, Max after races, after the race when he takes off his ha- feral. Feral. <laughs> I literally sent, okay, the photos I sent you, I also sent to like everybody else that I knew. <laughs> I was like, everybody needs to see the beauty that is Danny Rick. Oh, it was like a text message chain. Oh, yeah. I sent it to several people. I was like, everybody needs to see this. And then one of my friends goes, can I have one of those? And I was like, it would be my pleasure and honor to find one of these for you. <laughs> oh, and I bet God. you could. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely yeah Ugh. one day <laughs> um okay what else happened in qualifying oh okay so leclerc we got a pole a little hat trick in baku his third pole in a row uh it's also his first pole since singapore last year that's so depressing to think about what is it with charles and doing so great and qualifying he is just so good like it's kind of upsetting <laughs> it's a little bit upsetting how do i mm, it's like the guy that gets friend zoned right like <laughs> you make it and you're like right there you are right there you are literally just a couple laps away from like scoring and you fumble the bag like you set yourself up it's very second lead in a rom-com, especially oh. in the ones where she gets with the second lead first, and then yeah. the first guy actually gets his act together, and then she You're obviously right. ends up with the first guy. You're right. So that's every time that Lucara gets pole. It's really upsetting to me and my It makes me, me happy, but at the same time, it's so bittersweet because I know that that Red Bull is literally a rocket ship on the straight, and he's going to get overtaken. It's and, so fucked up. And it's just a matter of time. The fact that Max was literally driving with a freaking hole on the side of his car, and he was still going so much faster than the Ferraris was, like, absolutely criminal. Like, that car is illegal. <laughs> it needs yeah. to get looked at closely. It's insane because... I mean, it wasn't just, okay, we're kind of getting ahead of ourselves, but, um, okay, let's wait. Let's talk about that that sprint shootout. Okay, who decided to call it a sprint shootout? I'm actually really mad. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. It felt I think like, it's so stupid. I, I mean, I just thought it was stupid in general. Like, a lot of the drivers also do not understand why we were doing this whole sprint shootout thing. And, like, the whole, I just, the whole thing regarding, like, the wheels and you needed to have, the, sorry, the tires. And you needed, like, you needed to be on mediums, I believe, um, was just absolutely insane to me. And it pisses me off so much <laughs> you needed to be a know. new mediums or something like that it was uh i was like <laughs> i it felt like they were milking content and like trying to give trying to give people as much f1 content as they possibly could to make up for the three weeks a little bit but also that and they're trying to make as much money as they can off of f1 fans 
Oh, no, absolutely. Like, I wonder if these tickets were more expensive than regular race tickets. Um, Mm -hmm. And it was just, it just felt like more is more, but, like, not more good content. Just more, let's see what sticks. Is content for the sake of content? I generally don't think we're going to have this format for the sprint next year. Just because I don't think this sprint shootout is working as a concept honestly i didn't watch it because who's watching it why would you want to watch two qualifying sessions in a row how is that exciting ridiculous i mean okay granted i do like qualifying i am a fan of qualies but yeah it was a little it was a little bit a lot i just it uh um i just took it as okay i'm just the same way that i would watch all of like um the free practices and i literally just like keep them on in like the back while i do whatever else um i did it i watched them while i did my nails because i did not wake up on time to watch them live obaku is in such a bad time zone for us it's the worst and i know we shit on fm tv every single week but i actually don't think i can live without it Oh, no, I'm never going back to, like, <laughs> trying to, like, illegally find a stream. That's never going to happen again. Like, I <laughs> I will pay premium prices for a subpar <laughs> service so that I don't have to, like, put a virus in my computer. <laughs> and, like, I wake will up not at watch. 3.45 a.m. to watch a no. race at 4 a.m. No. on a Sunday. It's just not happening. No, it's criminal. I'm literally <laughs> going to wake up at, like, 8 because I'm still, like, excited to watch Formula 1, you know? So, like, wake yeah. up at 8, I'll make my little breakfast, and then I'll set up my table with all of my nail stuff, and then I'll sit there and I'll do my nails and I'll watch the race, and it's so much fun. It's, like, it really <laughs> is, like, my little me time. I love that Formula 1 did this for me. <laughs> F1 is self-care. No, it truly is. I... I'm obsessed. She's a fan. She's a fan. <laughs> She's a fangirl first first and foremost. <laughs> um, all right. So then what happened during the sprint shootout? Um, Mercedes was better. They were a little bit better. They were kind of bad okay. in normal qualifying. So that was good. I mean, I like Mercedes, so <laughs> but I think the big thing was that uh George and Max were beefing during the sprint race. Yeah, they had a little a little scuffle. So, um, Michelle, before we started, I sent you the video. You watched it. <laughs> um, whose side are you on? I've seen the evidence. I am on George Russell's side. I'm a George Russell defender. Okay, but why are you right? Wait, Max was so behind by the time that they crashed. Yeah. Like, it's not even yeah. close. Yeah, no. Um, I just do not enjoy the, like, low-key, high-key hypocrisy that Max was, like, <laughs> putting out. Because this man has truly made a career out of being, like, fiercely aggressive. And, like... I mean, whenever, before he became world champion, we all knew that, like, Max is literally going to, like, overtake. He's going to pass you whether you want him to or not. And it's not a matter of, like, is he going to, like, do it carefully or is he going to be, like, mindful? No. Like, he's just going to, like, brute force his way through. 
And that's always been his like little TM trademark. And if you don't get out of the way, then you're fucked. Exactly. Exactly. You just bulldoze, right? Um, and then <laughs> you're fucked. And now both of the now our races, both Max and the other person, <laughs> mostly Lewis, like he's like either I make it through or none of us do. Like that's really what it is with him. Well, at least what it was with him. Um, so the fact that I don't know, he's like I <laughs> I just did not like it. I did not like it. I did not like <laughs> that he he can't take what others dish out when he's like... Is the pot calling the kettle black? Yes, absolutely. Um, and then that little comment he made at the end where he's like, okay, well, like, you know, next time, next time, don't be upset if the same happens to you. I was like, these are threats. The girls are fighting. <laughs> oh, he was so like, mad. Violence. That yeah. was not just... <laughs> radio love- pettiness in the moment no he was no, doing he all that for the entire he 30 literally- minutes <laughs> he waited he waited till george got out it was so funny and like he did better than george anyways so like who gives a shit truly um I but i just thought it it was giving it was giving well my dad's a lawyer and he's gonna have a word with you um it was just ridiculous. this is why i was surprised to hear that you like max or seven because just been listening to you talk on this podcast for the past eight months. I get the feeling you don't like Max Verstappen. I do like Max because <laughs> I there's something about his like just relentless determination um, mm-hmm. that I very much admire. Like, like this That's man hot. has been. I mean, yes, <laughs> but this man has also <laughs> been like severely traumatized. <laughs> Like he, um, we love a traumatized man. It he just has. <laughs> no, we don't, <laughs> Michelle. We're not dating traumatized men in twenty twenty three. Sorry, I'm just trying no. to keep that. <laughs> um. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're not doing that. Um. No, but just like the determination. Um, and I'm sure a lot of it has to do with like his daddy issues. <laughs> but like i don't know it's just it's admirable also oh my god have you heard the the gossip the gossip that max and kelly might be broken up no stop why does that actually kind of make me sad we're in our breakup era okay <laughs> <laughs> i went broken up i am here for it listen taylor swift and i are going through a breakup at the same time mm, that's kind of powerful <laughs> See, but then, okay, if, if, if Max Verstappen and Kelly PK are broken up, wh- who's his next girlfriend? Are we getting another Kelly PK vibe or is he going to go younger model? Younger. Younger Instagram model? Maybe. Younger for sure. Instagram model, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, I actually see Max like... I don't see Max, like, doing all of that, you know? He's a low-key kind of guy. Yeah, I don't think Max has the same taste as, like, Pierre. (laughs) Yeah. So it would be a little bit interesting to see. But I don't know. That's what the rumor mill is saying. Mm -hmm. That's what the streets are saying, that Max and Kelly might not be anymore, which eh, it's kind of sad, honestly, because I really liked, liked seeing his interactions with P. 
I know. So cute. They were sweet. Yeah, they were sweet. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So, a sprint, a sprint race. Oh, my God. Can you tell this weekend was just so much fun? <laughs> um, They did the stupidest thing with Yuki on the face of the earth. Why? Why? Why can't AlphaTauri just give Yuki, like, a decent fucking car? Like, I am exhausted. Or if something happens, they're always doing some, like, DIY, you know, WebMT <laughs> remedy. DIY. Some HGTV going to Yahoo answers. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I it kind of pisses so me off. Sick. It's it literally is. Like, my boy is already down. Why are we sending him out to the fucking wolves again? Like it's so. So he hits up. the wall. His wheel comes off. He goes back into the pit, and they put it on, but it's still broken. <laughs> Still it's broken. still broken and they still send him out. I don't understand. Um, well, don't forget, they also fixed his front wing. Um, but a hundred percent, it was like the, the shot of the wheel like rolling down the fucking hill. <laughs> I was laughing so hard. That was so funny. And everyone else and just I- driving by it. Yeah, everybody kept on like like they kept on like shooting the camera towards it, and I just thought it was hilarious. I was like, "Oh, there it goes." It was so good. I just don't understand. I don't understand. Okay, so like like I understand why this. Okay, so this kind of reminded me of um, McLaren um, in like the first or second race, where they just kept on like putting Lando right back out. You know? Yeah. I kind of understand, like, I understand why they did that with Lando, maybe just to get, like, some more information, um, some more data points. But with Yuki, like, there was no way in hell, there was just no way in hell the car would go, you know? Right. And the wheel was not on properly. Were you just not able to tell? Like, how did you let this happen? Or, 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 or... Was this planned? Because I mean, stop. didn't this did this trigger the race to stop? I can't remember. <laughs> Not you putting on your tinfoil hat, please. <laughs> was this planned? No, it's just Alphatari this... being on their DIY shit. No, it really was. I more. We need more photos of like, um, of the garage, like putting duct tape on shit. Like that is my favorite. No. That is my favorite genre of Formula One, like photos and memes. <laughs> when it's just like clearly, this is like the pinnacle of motorsports, and it's just a bunch of goofy little guys putting duct tape, <laughs> trying to keep things together. I'm here for it. But yeah. Big picture of the sprint race. Leclerc on pole. Checo passed because the Red Bull is a rocket. I was actually really surprised that Max didn't pass Leclerc, but maybe that's because he had a hole in his car. (laughs) (laughs) After he looked at George Russell the wrong way. That was freaking hilarious. George, there was not enough space. I mean, where where was George going to go? Like, truly, where was George going to go? <laughs> it was a narrow corner. Where? This is this is the first time I'm ever going to be defending George Russell. So, <laughs> First but not the last time. 
mm, we'll see. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say I love the fact that George was like, I thought he was gonna come up to me and like like high five me and be like, great, like great, get, great racing out there. <laughs> I was like, I thought no, that was so funny. This so like that's so George. <laughs> that's such a George thing to say. I know. And Max literally is beefing. He's beefing with the entire freaking like grid uh, i got flashbacks to when he was like fighting with esteban and esteban was like what the hell are you talking about man <laughs> <laughs> that was so no good. george saying that he thought max was coming over to congratulate him you know what that exactly <laughs> reminds me of is when george and botas had that huge crash and they were both beach and then george went up to yes. botas and then botas said after the fact he thought george was checking on him to see if he was okay but then george was just giving him shit <laughs> it'd be like that it's just a racing incident you know it happens it, it happens but i'm not even gonna lie whenever they shot that um whenever they got the shot of like the hole in the side pod it felt like it was something out of like the office like I just know. the pan and like the zoom it was so and max is in the frame too <laughs> with his arms on his hips just like <laughs> looking out for george <laughs> fucking loved it i am such a sucker for like at these like very mundane like normal moments because these are like athletes you know so it's, it's just so funny to see them like being just like normal i oh I, I love it that's why the cool down room is also so much fun we haven't talked much about cool down rooms in like the no last not this season episodes, but yeah oh my god so good um yeah so checo really just like killed it and ugh, he very opportunistic all right, ready for the race? Yes. First, I mean, can we talk about the bromance at Aston Martin? The bromance that we didn't know we needed? No, literally, Daddy Stroll adopted Fernando, and you cannot tell me otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> like, he, like, whenever Fernando signed that um, contract, it was like a switcheroo, or they used like carbon paper and also signed adoption papers. Like, they're in love and i'm so here for it i know they definitely have like friendship bracelets oh for like yes absolutely i just honestly like real talk though i have not seen teamwork like that um in a very long time (laughs) um a very long time since like last year um with um charles and carlos whenever they were giving each other toes I have not seen work like that in a long time. So it was really, really cool to see. It's just, like, at the end, Lance was like, yeah, you know, more points for the team, the better. That's kind of what it comes down to for Aston. Like, they know they're not going to be, I mean, as much as they would like to be, they know they're not going to be, like, fighting the Red Bulls. So I 100% respect the stance. I liked it. I, I enjoyed their, like like the radio chatter coming out of them because they're literally talking each other giving each other basically advice on the radio Lance Stroll is saying Fernando I will not attack we are playing the same game this year that was so funny to me I was like this is giving Dungeons and Dragons I love that no that was that was kind of hot of Lance honestly <laughs> that and was kind of hot of Lance I was like mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you have Alonso on the other side he's saying you know tell Lance about my strategy on break balance it's a good help <laughs> and I was like who is this this is Fernando Alonso oh my gosh I mean because like at the end 
I mean, okay, so I think Fernando does have an agenda. Um, higher, higher position means more money for the team, and then, and then, and then, whenever they're fighting for like, like runner up in the championship, or even fighting for the championship, like that's when it's gonna be like, that's when the talents are gonna come out. You know, this is Fernando's playing playing the long game. <laughs> yeah, which he does like in the race too. Yeah, no, absolutely. But I think also, you know. Alonzo is probably not really threatened by Stroll because I think Alonzo is beating him, beating him pretty easily in the in the championship anyway. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And it, <laughs> how do you think Stroll feels about that? Like, you know, that's an interesting question. It's his dad's team, you know. It's his dad's team, and mm, he's kind of very like, like subtly the second driver, you know. Mm. because we've had we've had i don't know that's a very interesting question because obviously no one likes to be the second driver or like you know the worst driver yeah but as fernando alonso i feel like everyone the grid rates fernando alonso yeah i mean um stroll like was a fernando fan when he was younger like there's photos of them when- <laughs> it's so Aww. funny seeing the photos it's so cute i love it oh that is gosh. very cute yeah um what else happened during oh god i mean big okay. picture it's deja vu you know leclerc on pole max overtakes Checo <laughs> overtakes and leclerc never sees <laughs> anything that is not the back of a red bull for the rest of the race leclerc literally drives by himself and i honestly could not tell you where the hell carlos was this entire time like i leclerc is just like i He's not, he's not fast enough, but he's also not bad. So he's just kind of there. Like when that when that gap started to grow between Checo and Leclerc, I was like, first of all, how did that fucking happen? Second of all, that car is illegal. Someone needs to take a look at that Red Bull. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Leclerc is a damn good driver. It's just that the Red Bull is too quick to the point where. You know, there were two Red Bulls ahead of him. There was no point in him trying to keep close because he was never going to get that spot. So I think at that point, it was about trying to handle the tires because Ferrari's kind of shit at tire management and to, like, make sure he was going to have tire life to defend against Alonso at the end, which I feel like he was talking about that in the cool down room. (laughs) I honestly cannot recall, but him just in his little chat with Max as always which i actually kind of missed i feel like that's what made this cool down room good max and charles yeah max max planning yes having them having their little nerdy boy chats i i, I love it i don't know Ma- i honestly max max planning i just like crack it out to be that like he's just like really passionate about the sport i don't know i'm trying so hard to maintain my <laughs> like for max but jesus oh my god okay um anyways i saw a tweet <laughs> that i want to talk about um someone said they haven't seen a worse rookie season like speaking of nick devries since latifi <laughs> which when was Stop. the last time we mentioned latifi <laughs> podcast i haven't heard that name in so long oh my literally god. Flashbacks, flashbacks. <laughs> Stop. Um, how does that make you feel? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Wait, I kind of forgot that Nicholas Latifi existed. 
forgot that you existed. Truly. <laughs> but okay, but like every single season, you know, there's gonna be a, there's gonna be the worst driver. And I kinda think it's Nick this season. Oh no. <laughs> like truly, truly. Okay. Who else, Michelle? <laughs> like Logan is not doing that bad. And Piastri's fighting for his life in that McLaren. He is. <laughs> no, like, actually, though. Like, like literally, this race, he was literally fighting for his life. He was being so yeah. brave because his stomach was hurting so bad. Honestly, though, I... He had, like, a stomach bug, right? Yeah, some stomach flu. Yeah. Honestly, he was being brave because I would have shat myself in that. Car. Oh, a thousand percent. How are you nauseous and driving an F1 car for two ridiculous. hours straight? Insanity. I would have, oh my God, no. Like actual true bravery because I would have been like, call in the reserves. We're out. I gotta I go sit on this toilet and like. <laughs> I thought it was cute it was how so... he thanked the doctor at the very end when he finished. Wait, did he? Yeah, he was like, thanks, doc. That's so sweet. I didn't know that. <laughs> you know, he had to give him a shout out for her. That's so sweet. Meanwhile, Lance is like, no, fuck all y'all. I did this. I rehabbed my hand. <laughs> That's crazy. I wonder, like, I wonder what treatments their doctors put them through. Like, it must be, like, very, very fancy, you know? Yeah. I'm also so curious about that. Like, what does medical treatment for you know normal human issues like breaking a wrist or having the stomach flu look for people who are so rich and whose i don't know careers depend on them having like perfect body function i was thinking a lot about that especially during the stroll situation because it was like a week right he had like a week to rehab his shit and he did it and like I literally was developing carpal tunnel when I was pipetting in the lab, like, too much. And I had to, like, stop pipetting. And I had it for, like, months. Like, my wrist was hurting for months. And this man fractured his wrist. And he he had to, like, undergo surgery. Like, that is wild that he was able to go back into a fucking formula one car and like experience all of those g's like it's it's insane like what did the doctors do it must be so nice to live in a country where there's like healthcare, but also have so much money that you're able to like afford the greatest doctors no truly Ugh, good for him (laughs) i think it's so fascinating (laughs) i don't know why we're nerding out about that but it's just because it's regular just like human things you know (laughs) Mm -hmm. oh my gosh okay what else do we got what else do we got i mean okay another big story of the race was that when nick derese you know tentatively titled the worst rookie he crashed causing a yellow flag no but he like arguably is okay allegedly this is and this is coming from someone who was like very excited about nick joining the grid i just i felt like he flew too close to the sun like icarus (laughs) You gotta get humbled this season driving for um driving for Avatari. Hashtag say humble. No, really though. <laughs> okay. 
Anyway, so there was yellow flag, and then Red Bull decided to pit Max because it was just getting to that window. And then they pulled out the safety car, and then Checo got a short, like a quick stop for free, basically. Yeah. So I don't know. People are kind of heavy up to be drama, but I think Max was very correct in his take on that and he was very gracious about how it happened he said you know that's just how it goes sometimes yeah that's really it was really just it yeah i mean there's really nothing much more to say about that ty kravitz was on the commentary trying to make a big deal out of it i was like bro calm down (laughs) he was trying to start some shit it was really funny I was like, you know what? Make your money. I was like, your bias is so showing right now. Your your bias is so showing. I'm a hater, but I'm not... I can't even hate that hard, you know? <laughs> Ted Kravitz is on another level of hating. No, he really is, though. I mean... It's actually kind of amazing. gotta be. Yes! <laughs> like, it's amazing. I appreciate it. I appreciate them trying to add some spice to this boring-ass race. <laughs> No, because it was the commentators cheering when uh, Lando Norris finally overtook Nico Hülkenberg on lap 46. That was Mm -hmm. it for me. Why were they cheering so hard? Because there was literally nothing else going on. There was literally nothing else going on. We literally had absolutely, like, so in most races, you know, there's like a couple characters. There's a couple, like, like, main characters in every single race. I this race was literally just like this was Checo's weekend period point blank and this race was just as boring as Checo like's personality <laughs> like I oh could God. not you, I could not tell you what the hell was going on with like Pierre I know that he was an absolute wreck but I, that's all I can tell you like I mean his car was kind of fucked the whole weekend too oh God I have I had such hopes for Pierre in Alpine like it's really 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 like i'm not happy about it yeah i feel like there's just always some shit going on with this car like is esteban sabotaging i mean that's what alonso got last year too there was always something broken on his car do you think that they just gave him like alonso's car (laughs) (laughs) the broken shit (laughs) they're like here you go (laughs) conspiracy theory have fun oh my god what were you going to say about the tires? Oh, yeah. The hard tire would just not give up. I was kind of looking forward to a second round of pit stops, but the hard tire just kept going and kept going because Lando Norris had pitted onto hards uh, at a normal time, and it took him 46 laps to overtake Nico Hülkenberg, who had literally not pitted up until that point. Yeah. <sighs> there was a lot of, like, really late pit stops this race. Yeah. I was like, is everybody following Albon? Like, his influence. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I mean, it didn't really work. Um, <laughs> no, it didn't. <laughs> I think probably the most dramatic and, you know, heart rate uh, increasing moment was when Esmond Ocon waited until the very end to pit but then there was already people rushing into the pit lane photographers rushing into the pit lane to get 
you know, get like the final moment or whatever when the drivers would come in for Park Ferme. But he literally almost ran people over. It's, I mean, yeah, why? That's not his fault. I don't think it's Esteban's fault. Oh, it absolutely isn't. It's whoever it's was in charge of like the logistics. But that was so unsafe. Like people could have gotten hurt. Yeah. It, like there could have been actual carnage and fucking rage. I know. Like, I mean, how is that okay? Uh-huh. I don't know. When it comes to stuff like this, the FIA is, like, really freaking dumb. Like, y'all are going to get so upset that Lewis has another fucking piercing, but you are going to allow for shit like this to happen. It it does not make sense. I know. Pisses me off. Yeah. Also, I did want to say, I thought about, I've been thinking about this a lot. Um, That five-second penalty they gave Carlos a few races back, I think you were right. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, we're still on this. I, th- I think you're right. No, we're not still on this. I just like thought I've I've had a lot of time to like sit with my thoughts um, about this, and I just want to say that I think you were right. Okay, because <laughs> why did he go from P four to out of the point? <laughs> they did him so fucking dirty. Yeah, yeah, no, they really did. I don't know. Oh, no. I don't know why that t- you just reminded me of that. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm so not Flashbacks. happy about that. Flashbacks. That race was so stupid. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> it was too much. Okay. Uh-uh. Um, I have on my notes. Is Checo officially king of the streets? I think he is. No, absolutely. Like, it's not even funny. This man is such a good driver on street tracks. It's insane. He runs the street circuits. And he, like, he, like, he mm, actually fucking killed it, like, through and through. Like, this entire week was his week, his weekend. Like, it was impeccable. Just so good. Just so good. I was just checking the points because I was like, I need to see what our current standing is. Um, (laughs) Do you know what the current standings are? Yes, because I keep looking at them. <laughs> Why are you torturing yourself like that? <laughs> um, something in my spirit does not like something does like it doesn't resonate with my spirit. It doesn't sit well with me that Carlos is ahead of Charles, <laughs> and that I'm looking at the top five, uh, and you really can't see Charles Claire anywhere. <laughs> I'm so sorry. The current standings are Max, Checo, which I honestly thought Checo was going to be on top after this weekend. For some reason, I thought that would happen. Whatever. I think they're tied on wins. Um, yes, they are tied on wins. Exactly. Um, but Max has one more podium. Um, we have Mm. Alonzo and then we have Hamilton. It's crazy that Hamilton is this high up with only one podium. Yeah. That is insane. Um, and then we have Carlos with no wins and no podiums. And then we have Charles. George Stroll, Norris, Hulkenberg, Piastri, Botas, Ocon, Gasly, which that's literally criminal. Joe, Zenoda, Albon, <laughs> K-Mag, Sergeant, and then DeVries. <laughs> okay. There we go. <laughs> it's... Yeah, this season is a little bit funny. I don't know how I feel about this season. 
I don't know how I feel about it either. I think at the beginning, it was obvious how quick the Red Bull was, but it was promising how most of the midfield was pretty bunched up. But I think one thing which we are starting to notice in the season that it's a little bit harder for the cars to follow each other really closely compared to last mm-hmm. year. Yeah. No, definitely. We had some amazing, like, literally side-by-side racing last year that we're not seeing a lot of this year. And you get a lot of cars just getting stuck behind each other. Yeah, we're getting these, like, pseudo-DRS trains. Which is boring for everyone. (laughs) It really is. And I also think it's hilarious that um, the Aston Martin's, like, the DRS was not working. I know why did i think i think that is so funny it is literally just like like a flap that just needs to be open it's literally the most basic component on the car it's no it actually is though like i i I, I don't understand it i don't understand it i'm like can he just like move his arm back and like flap it open like it's not that serious (laughs) that just goes to show how much i know about formula one cars you're basically a mechanic. No, truly. There's a reason why I didn't go into engineering, Michelle. It's probably this. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. So next week, we have the Miami GP, which I'm yes. so excited for because it finally means that we're going to be able to watch it live without having to wake up at 4 or 6 a.m. I'm So it's literally smacked up in the middle of the day, too. I know. We're so spoiled. <laughs> so nice and then we have austin coming up as well too and those are like the only two that we get to like actually enjoy everything else is like too early in the morning i know so we are gonna have to savor this maybe we're gonna watch it together in person oh yes i'm gonna have to we're gonna have to make something happen i'm gonna see if i'm gonna i'm gonna try i'm honestly going to try to convince all of my friends who don't watch formula one to watch this one with me i think i'm just gonna bribe them by like going to a bar or something Wait, that would be so fun. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like, I'm going to try to, like, finesse. I'm going to be like, oh, my yeah. God, you guys should, like, go out with me for drinks. It's going to be to watch Formula One. You're going to bait Trojan them. horse. Trojan horse. Their ass is like... <laughs> so good. Oh, my God. All right, Michelle, where can people find us? People can find us at Race Week Recap on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And you can listen to our podcast on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you listen to your podcasts. We will see you next week. Well, we won't see you, but you'll hear from us next week um, for the Miami GP. Bye. Bye. Bye.